Previously on Diceweave. We just needed to come back because my friend here was very enamored with Mr. Radigan's music. Oh, thank you. It is a new genre for me, a new kind of blend of things. I low-key am not sure how involved Radigan might be, actually. Nav, you noticed it too, that one creepy guy who was watching us? The bobble on the flute. It was a green object. That sounds like a recursion pod. It's a type of technology from Rook. We're going to the archives and looking up anything we can find on fairy tale bullshit. The story of the recursion is more about the hunting of the Pied Piper. I say we come back uh, later tonight and possibly do some uh, good old B&E between the boys. Committing crimes together does tend to bring you closer as a team. Exactly! Oh man, we're allowed to commit crimes here? Alrighty then, welcome back everyone to Dice Weave. Anyone remember what we were doing last time? Breaking and entering, boys! We were about to commit a break-in. Crimes. I mean, we hadn't specifically planned out exactly how we were to- We were discussing how we were going to do the break-in and whether or not we were going to attempt it during broad daylight, but with a distraction. Team building crimes, goddammit! Or if we were going to, you know, just try to break in in the middle of the night. Which seems like a good time, but who knows? what? Who, who am I to say? Or I suppose we could attempt to case the joint one more time, see if there's any, like, obvious security measures, which we didn't fucking do. <laughs> but I guess we weren't planning a robbery when we first came in, so what do I know? Um, I have skills in uh, sensing strange things, navigating... And computer science, I don't know if any of them are really going to come in handy for this. Can I try a premonition on breaking into the the store? Is that a thing I can do? Well, premonition isn't future sight. It's it's random facts. Well, I need random facts about the store. That would help. Maybe. Or maybe it would be useless. But that's the nature of randomness, baby. Yeah. Okay. So... I'm going to attempt premonition on the store. <laughs> okay. Um, fuck. I like that my only applicable skill so far in this game is opening doors. Well, we need that skill set. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one. The vinyl rat only recently became the vinyl rat within the last, like, three, four months. Changed hands. Etc. Do I know what it was previously, or just that it has recently changed hands? Uh, I never came up with what it was previously. <laughs> Please don't make me do that. Candy store on the shady side of town. Okay, can I? Before we leave, I want to use my computer science skills to do some Googling and see if I can find, like, because this is a thing, especially for older buildings, um, Sometimes there are, like, archives with, like, blueprints and floor plans and stuff. Online schematics. Yeah, schematics. Can I, especially if it's past hands, there might be something, like, on a website for real estate that lays out some of it. Is that a thing? I don't see why not. Okay. Which means we have more info for the robbery. Okay. I think what you learn is 
So this street, it's kind of a, it's a strip of stores, right? It's a bit of a strip mall. It's, it's one of the, I don't remember what the street was called, but it, the, the buildings are semi-attached. There might be a few alleys, but they, they were kind of all built at the same time as part of a project for making buildings. And like the, the individual businesses, businesses have changed hands multiple times right now. One of the buildings is a laundromat, and one of the buildings is a occult store business, metaphysical store kind of thing. So not a lot of crossover between uh, patrons of those two, huh? <laughs> Sorry, that was a mean joke. I'm, I don't think we can smell that. <laughs> it's just, I just think the concept of, on one hand, a record store and then a laundromat and then an occult store. Just like the intermingling of smells between those three locations is probably overwhelming. I like this terrible strip mall. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the laundromat's been there the longest. It's the only thing that hasn't changed. It's owned by a fastidious family who is like kept up with it. Look, the mob's been on the street longer than anything else. Oh god, it's the mob. The mob runs the laundromat. Okay. You would be surprised how many laundromats are run by the mob. So if the mob runs the laundromat, we've got to be really careful not to accidentally break into the laundromat. That's that's especially important now. <laughs> All right. But let's let's get to it. To your knowledge, from from the blueprints, there isn't like connective tunneling or anything they're separated there's no vent system i can use by breaking into an occult shop instead yeah all right i have used my capabilities as a paradox to have a premonition about this location and it hasn't always been a record store Alrighty. that that's it that's all you got well i tried looking up some blueprints and I have the blueprints. Okay, well, you kind of buried the lead. You should have led with that. Yeah, that that one's a bit more important. I'm not going to lie, Nav. My apologies. I have a difficulty prioritizing information like this. Uh, I suppose it is important to provide what this building is going to look like. There is that main area that you are aware of. And then through the back door, there's a smaller uh, room. And then there's a couple small offshoot rooms as well uh there's a bathroom in there somewhere there's a room that would probably be set up or you it would probably be useful as an office just from the size of it i think you also remember that there was a like a one-way or like super darkened window uh between those rooms between the the main room and the back room kind of one main darkened window next to the door ish like a tinted window situation. Yeah. So that's the window we smash in. Okay, we we don't have to smash anything. Oh. I can smash things with my mind, though. That is extremely cool, and it could be useful. But uh, rule number one, guys, when it comes to breaking in, uh, Colin, I get the feeling you probably already know this, and Pete, it's, it's like a 50-50 of whether or not you know shit sometimes. But rule number one of breaking in, you try not to break shit actually as much because that leaves the trace that you were there. Best case scenario is no one ever knows until eventually they notice something's missing. Interesting. This is very different from the criminal activity I've witnessed. Yeah, sounds about right. 
not gonna lie, uh, in my experience, if you can see the criminal activity, uh, that is a sh- pretty shit criminal. Mm. I did suspect this about the tr- crowds I was traveling with. We might have to come back to that at some point, but she's right. Yeah. You, you don't want to break things. Generally, little as trace possible. I love this. This team's just, we're going to put a pin in that <laughs> and never come back to it. <laughs> Oh, God, I'm getting flashbacks. There's going to be an arc down the line where we get on the fucking pin board about things, but not right now. So I was about to ask, Nev has been on Earth in the estate doing stuff for a while. They are the kind of person who we have already seen collects a lot of electronic gear. Can I say that they have night vision goggles? I think it would be reasonable to have night vision goggles, even if it's not yours, just having it from the estate. But like also because Nav is who they are, I don't. Yeah, I think, yes, I think you can have night vision goggles. I think if you didn't have night vision goggles, you could get them from the estate. So it's fine either way. Yeah. Nav is just going to pull out a set of night vision goggles from their bag and said, I brought these from my apartment. I believe they might be handy. Yo, what the fuck? You just got those hanging around? Oh, yes. When I first came here, I realized that my night vision was significantly reduced, so I needed these for a little while to just get around. For your apartment? Do you not have electricity? Oh, no, I do now. I'm pretty sure. Don't you live in the estate? Now I live in a, a, like, dorm block in the estate. I just call it an apartment. Oh, right, right. No, I remember. Yeah, Yeah. that makes sense. I call it an apartment because uh, room got people asking too many questions. Huh. So many questions about whatever the fuck Nav was before coming here. (laughs) I guess we're just gonna... What other gear... (laughs) Look, I I've got the whole I've got the whole door thing handled. I'm pretty sure, because even if I can't just slam my shoulder into that thing and pop it open, I, I generally am pretty good at uh popping them open another way. Should I bring my nice screwdriver? It has a lot of different tops. Like pull out one of those screwdrivers that has like a compartment in the bottom. There you can switch out the like heads of the screwdriver for different ones. Oh, that's pretty sick. I'm not going to lie. That That's pretty awesome. Isn't it? I like that. And then they uh, they put that carefully into their pockets. The night vision goggles. They have some rope. These are just the things that Nav thought were useful for a for an infiltration. I've just got my usual toolkit. I got a... Pulls out a fucking... Just like a, a, a ballpoint pen that's just like been tucked in her bun. Uh, got a pan, a... Uh, Oh, I've got duct tape. Duct tape is very important. Exceedingly. It, it You will never believe the amount of uses it can have. Like, come on. Sometimes you need a, to make a rope to make a long, uh, an escape. Sometimes you need to tie someone up real quick. And I'm sorry, rope is just not as reliable as it used to be. Reasonable. I also have this. And Nev pulls out a knife. Hey! Whoa! See? See? See, this is the sort of thing that we need to be bringing. Thank you. Wonderful. I I have my guns as well, uh, obviously, but... This is a thing that I just noticed on Nav's character sheet. I just (laughs) remembered that they have a knife. I have... A knife! No! This innocuous handkerchief, and... Oh, no, it's very, very long, and many colors. Oh, my God! (laughs) Okay, Belle is utterly transfixed, though. It's just like, yo, wait, what the fuck? 
And he just starts turning things out of his pockets. What the? F- oh, and I How got the these fuck, coins. Man. I got this deck of cards and this other deck of cards. Nav is looking bigger ex- deck of cards. Dreamly confused. Um, Yo, how the fuck? These flowers. Uh, Yo, how did? How are those okay? Those those were in your fucking sleeve. How are they? How are they in full bloom? Magic. I didn't know you used to be a gardener. I didn't realize it involved so many card games. Colin, you shouldn't be breaking the laws of reality. We have other business to be attending to. It's not literal magic. This is. You know what? Never mind. I'll explain it later. No, absolutely. Look at this shit. This is fucking magic. I've never seen shit like this since. The, uh, this is so fucking cool. Oh my god. Haven't you ever heard of like David Blaine? Who? Uh, what? does he work here, or is he at the Seattle branch? Uh, Chris Angel, David Copperfield. Oh, I was in the trunk of his car once. Wasn't a good time. <laughs> what? Uh, I know. I know a couple of uh, I know a couple of seraphs. That those are a kind of angel. Okay. Um, okay. I was probably joking about the car thing. I, I I'm trying to you know do a little bit of workplace banter. Uh, wait, am I? <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm concerned about that, but I'm just mostly confused now. Like, uh, oh fuck! Now I'm thinking about. Oh god. Nav gathered up their things. I think. It is best we hit the road, as they say. Yeah, we need to we need to move, otherwise I'm gonna start thinking about that one not stand. Let's go. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, by the way, just uh for information, whatnot, make sure that you also remember that you have ciphers. And I wanna mention as well that you can trade ciphers if you want. You just can't go over your limit, but like I have no problem with if a cipher fits another person more for a given scenario or whatnot, you know, just uh, count them among your assets, I should say. I've, uh, I've got this wild one that kind of goes around and makes a uh, bunch of plants and shit come alive and start attacking oh, shit, shit for you. I gave you that one. Oh, yeah, for a whole fucking minute. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about this. How, why did I not write down my character sheet? Oh, my God. I feel <laughs> like that might violate the whole don't leave a trace rule. Exactly. It's it's a thing I have. It's not exactly something I'm co- uh, commonly, uh, I'm not exactly a, tending to use that very willy-nilly in this situation. But it's it's there. It's a backup. Oh, uh, yeah. I think I was given one during my, uh, my training. I, um, but then again, I'm pretty sure that this must be standard issue. I mean, Belle, you, as far as I can tell, you have this one running all the time. I mean, it's supposed to make me better at smashing down doors but uh i think you have that one covered i i oh my god is it seriously just for doors it's it's the first thing listed there are others it it seems to be mostly like advantage and strength checks but uh yeah there uh will has one that's like you're stronger for a little bit oh my god Uh, I don't actually have that running. That's just, uh, I just, I go to the gym, like, twice a day. Dang. I go on occasion, and, uh, it, whenever I'm done, I can barely feel my arms. Is is that what you feel, like, all the time? Do you stop feeling like that eventually? Uh, eventually, you just kind of, 
your nerve endings just kind of shut down until they wake up again one day and you're like, oh, fuck, I have muscle for fucking weeks. Hmm. I still can't really feel my right arm sometimes. It is just wild. Pete is writing this all down just with a fascinated expression. Slaps an arm down on Pete's shoulder just like, Pete, if you want, I will teach you the art of swole. I will happily take you to the gym and coach you. Really? Yeah. You know, that actually sounds cool. I've I've never actually... Usually when I go, I just kind of lift things and have to turn a lot of the knobs to their second lowest setting. Actually, having a training partner sounds neat, but let's... Maybe crimes first, okay? Yeah, don't worry. Crimes first, then I'll, uh, then I'll, we can work on this later. Lexi, I, I can't find what you gave me. I'm sorry. I'm a bad player. I believe it was like dark vision or something. Oh, well, never mind about the fucking night vision goggle. Oh, right. It was dark vision, right? Yeah. Ciphers are one use. So I will give my uh, night vision goggles to somebody else. I have a shadow cape. Do you remember what that does? User leaves a trail of darkness for one hour. After the trail is formed it lasts for only a minute though the user continues to leave new trails when they move for the duration the user gains a shadowy terrifying visage that reduces the difficulty of all intimidation tasks by two steps Uh, if any creature other than the user passes through the trail of darkness it is paralyzed in fear for two rounds or flees in terror for the same period oh so it's like a it's a it's a fear cape yo colin run around the building for the entirety of the (laughs) break-in and then i also have the drugs and then yes. drug anybody Drugs. who gets past you. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. We have a plan. I don't know if that's a plan, but okay. I feel like that would draw a lot <laughs> of attention to the building. It is darkness. How would it draw attention? Because the building is covered in an opaque wall of darkness. <laughs> but it gets dark at night. Okay, yes, but there's a difference between the absence of light and magical physical darkness. Interesting. So we should use that as a second option, as opposed to our primary mode of security. Yeah, I think it's more of a backup thing. So do we have a uh, plan of some sort? The plan is to go uh, to the building, break in, and uh, I... Right, we actually did have a a kind of goal. We wanted to steal the, uh, we wanted to steal one of the records that was unmarked. Yeah. We had a goal. We don't have a plan. Those are two separate problems. Hey, uh, arrive at building, break into building, steal unmarked record, leave. Plan. Okay, who's going into the building and who's keeping watch? Uh, I shall break open the door and whoever is good at looking at things will stay outside. Well, I have a cipher that allows dark vision and one pair of night vision goggles. So I would recommend that the two, one of those sets goes to a watch and one goes to somebody in the building. I mean, we could also just turn the lights on in the building. Wouldn't that raise suspicion? That, but also, who's looking at the fucking store at three in the morning? <laughs> well, then why can't we do my plan with the running around with the dark cape? Right, that weird magical people they they might be yeah that's fair yeah plus there is the laundromat right next to it and some people will be washing clothes laundromats do not open at midnight (laughs) yeah you're right not most laundromats anyways 
that's that's the selling point of this one. <laughs> God, I hope it's not an all night. It's not an all night laundromat, right, Lex? <laughs> no. That would make this so much harder. That let's say no. Okay, so we're all gonna take the company car, not to the store. We're parking it a few blocks away, outside of a club or something. Something that is reasonably open at midnight. And then we're gonna go into the store. We're gonna break into the back room and we're gonna try to find one of the unmarked records. We've already talked to this part over. And break. <laughs> okay. You guys make your way to the store. You've parked your car a few blocks away and currently you can see under the street lights that the store is dark. Most of the buildings around appear to be dark. What time is it that you're breaking in? What season is it? It is February, so it's gonna be pretty. It's gonna be pretty chilly, actually. Pretty dark, pretty cold. Uh, lights. Sun goes down sometime around like four in the afternoon, so we're good until like noon. <laughs> <laughs> we left the store at like what eleven p.m., so it's got to be past midnight at this point. I want to say it's like two or three. I feel like that's the safest uh-huh. time. Mm-hmm. You guys were there. It, in the early evening, not 11, um, when you went to the concert. But yeah, you, so I mean, you have time to go in at 11 p.m. or 3 a.m. It's just a matter of deciding to do it. 11's a bad idea. Three's better. Okay. So we arrive at the site of the building and scene. So does any of us know how to break locks? That kind of feels important. What's up, my man? According to the blueprints, there is a window right beside the door that we are attempting to enter. There aren't any windows directly into the room we're attempting to enter, right? It it is that same room. Okay, so it is in that room. The window is a window into the back room that that door goes into. There is a window directly into the room we are attempting to infiltrate in the back of the building. All right. So we're going to smash the window? I mean, I think smash on the window is kind of the worst way to go about it. How about get there first? Yeah, we're That's on inside. our way then. The window is inside the building. Okay, nine times... Okay, you do understand windows usually go from the outside of a building into the inside of a building. I'm sorry. The window is in the room to the hallway. So you've got a big open room with some stuff like behind the counter and then there's a door and then right next to that door is a sort of rectangular darkened at least from the inside window from from the outside window i've only ever seen this in like kitchens where it's like a surface window okay i mean who knows how what this place was before fair enough so there are are there any windows or doors in the outside of the building besides the front door there are windows on the outside of the w- building, and there are some doors on the outside of the building. Uh, there's the front door. Is there a back door? Yeah, I suppose there is also a uh, a, a rear employee entrance. Can I check if the back door is actually locked? You test the lock, and it is locked. They have reasonably secure employees here. Good for them. Hmm. Not typical for a record shop. That's why I attempted to open it, just in case. Alright, fuck this shit. I just want to fucking slam my goddamn shoulder into the door and open this shit. You're not going to try and pick the lock or anything? Okay. I I have sleight of hand. 
Yeah, if, if any of us are actually capable of picking a lock, we should probably try that first. It's up to y'all. I slow, I slow down just before hitting the door. Fine then, come on. Go ahead. Okay, I want to use my sleight of hand ability to try and pick the lock. Uh, what does that do? You can perform small but seemingly impossible tricks. For example, you can make a small object in your hands disappear and move to a desired spot within reach. I don't think that's actually so, going to be yeah. the thing. There are some clever things that you can do with that, but I don't think it's going to help you here. Yeah, never mind. Can I blow up the lock with my mind? <laughs> that is an option, yes. Should I blow up the lock with my mind? I can also pick locks. <laughs> Who can pick locks? Does, does any of us know how to pick a lock, though? Yes! Who? Hi, guys! My thing is operates undercover. <laughs> then why were you going to you smash the, the door, door bell? about to punch the door down. <laughs> Look, punching doors is a lot more fun than just fucking hanging out, okay? Fine, all right. Fucking gank out my tools and try to pick the lock. What, <laughs> Bell? what's rule number one? Rule number one. Leave no trace. Exactly. Don't talk about Fight Club. Have you, okay, I talk about Fight Club all the time. I literally just told you guys about it today. But have you, you guys have seen me bust open the doors before. How much fucking trace have I left when I've done that? The shattered remains of a door. At most, a dent in the door. We also kind of don't want to make a noise, and they might have, like, a alarm or something set. I mean, that was, was, like, the last time I did this. I don't think you're supposed to, you know, make noise, and usually if you knock a door down, there's a big crashing noise and other things. I mean, I'm not going to say that I... I know it's creepy, maybe me overthinking it, but this place does have a habit of causing horrible chain reactions if something is struck violently. I mean... I will throw it out there that I think that's more of a you thing, but I digress. I'll work on the fucking door and I yank out my light tools and I fucking start breaking into the thing because <laughs> I have training in breaking <laughs> inanimate objects, I assume. That can, uh, can that help me here picking. at all? Uh, well, fuck. Do you have training in lockpicking? No, that is not specifically one of the skills I have, but I kind of assumed I would. Well, <laughs> I'm going to still try it anyway, because, hey, why not? I love the idea of just Belle pulling out, like, this whole <laughs> thing of thief stools and then smacking the door. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, just... I do think it is reasonable for you to have, like, lockpicking tools. That was one of the things that I... I honestly would have assumed you would have grabbed the estate if you didn't have them already, especially oh, yeah. given you. It's one of my equipment things. I have it in my equipment. Okay, if okay, they cool. have it in their so equipment, they know how to use it. That is going to give you an asset on this check, cool. even though you don't have training in it. So that's not going to be like another asset, whatever. But like yeah. the the tools give you an asset, and I think this lock is going to be a level. It's a building lock, level four, reduced by one to three. Sick. Rolling the dice. Wow. <laughs> 19. Nice. Oh, that's a minor effect. The dice are in my favor exclusively when it comes to defeating doors. <laughs> um, so we have a minor effect. So like gold or coal or like mithril. It's a minor effect. Ah, ha, 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 ha. I'm sorry. I will shut up now. <laughs> My God. <laughs> I think you you pop open the lock, and before you open the door, 
I think you are taking a closer look at it and you realize that if you open the door, there will be an alarm that goes off. So you can decide what to do with that information. Or there, there's like a, a sensor for if the door opens, I should say. That's just a thing that you notice as you're unlocking it. Yeah, finish unlocking it, but then kind of, all right, give it a second, guys, because uh, there's a little fucking sensor thing in there. If we open the door, we're kind of, we're the leave no trace thing is going to kind of go out the door. Is it triggered, like, by the... There is a mechanism that it knows when the door is open or closed. Is it mechanical or, like, electric? I think you can tell that it's magnetic. <gasps> yo, yo, it's it's magnetic. Uh, can one of you guys use your, uh, like, your crazy cool mind powers to, like, trick the magnet? I can just blow things up. I mean... I can float things. Uh, does anybody have a magnet? We probably have some RC equipment, because we discussed that at the at the radio shack. It wouldn't be absurd for Nav to have a magnet around. Like, let's be honest with Nav's proclivities. I imagine she just, like, takes something out of a bag and just disassembles it on the spot and pulls a magnet out. <laughs> yeah, actually, magnets are in a lot of electrical equipment, so let's let's just say Nev, very aware of the mechanics of the things that they carry, has, has something on hand with at least a minorly effective magnet in it. That seems reasonable. Yeah. Okay. Now I want to use sleight of hand. Yeah. To magic the magnet inside on top of the sensor. And that, yeah, I that feels exactly in keeping with that little thing. Just like doing some sleight of hand. Nobody knows how I got there. You're a magician. No, a magician never reveals his secrets. There's a magnet in the sensor as you pop open the door. There's no, there's no noise. Fucking sick, guys. That was awesome. We solved your door puzzle. This one, <laughs> that was magic. Punches Colin in the arm, fucking metal. Ow. He just got his flu shot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's February. That's unseasonal. That shit aches like a goddamn pigskin in July. You should really all come to the clinic. It's at the estate. Oh, trust me. I get my vaccinations uh, very, very regularly. It's, I've gotten like three tetanus this week. That may be excessive. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of old metal down in the uh, down in the old underground ring. It's a it's a safety precaution. It's that place is fucking clean. That's a good underground <laughs> ring. How dare you? This is slander. How dare you impugn my? This is slander. Underground okay. fighting ring. <laughs> They're so chill. They're so cool. Alrighty, cut it, God, Jesus Christ. This conversation is not necessary right now, y'all. <laughs> we don't have a Jesus. We just have a God, and it's Lexi. Okay. <laughs> okay. Lexi has no sons. Hey there, it's Lexi, and welcome to the mid-roll. I'm here with a quick announcement. Uh, we have a new Tumblr page, because I never use Twitter, and that hell site is rightfully dying under its new uh, management. The Tumblr is Diceweave. One word, just Diceweave. I'll be posting links to episodes there, as well as posting links to my SoundCloud, where most of the music for this show ends up. 
If you like the show, please tell your friends, tag us as Diceweave on Tumblr or hashtag DiceweavePod on the sinking ship that is Twitter. Thanks. Back to the show. Colin opens the door and gestures to, uh, like, after you to a bell. Nav is going to hand Colin their uh, cipher with the dark vision. If you can, please keep watch. And then also, should anybody come out, either drug them or cause them to hallucinate violently. Or I can just punch the shit out of them. Well, how about I give you the drugs and I'll take your goggles. That seems like a reasonable trade-off. All right. Or your whatever the dark vision item it looks like. It's sunglasses, I believe. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They're sunglasses. I'm going to wear the normal night vision goggles. I do love uh, how carefully you avoided your cipher limits as well. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. We're we're trading. Uh, So now I have the most dangerous pocket sand. Uh, And Colin has sunglasses that let them see in the dark. I wear my I, I think the I think the pocket sand is actually a liquid because it, it was the form of LSD. Fine. It's but, the world's most dangerous yeah. sour spray. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very funny form for that to take. It looks like sour spray. Exactly. And it, it has so many uses, potential uses. You could use it on others. You could use it on yourself. Who knows? We'll party later. Love it. Anyway. Y'all enter the place. I don't think all of us. I think we're, we got somebody on watch, but yes. Entering the building now, finally. Yeah, wait, who's on watch? No, it's who's on first. I guess Pete could probably be on watch. Pete is, it's the least immediately useful skills for this. (laughs) Pete, I'm going to need you to focus. I could focus. Okay. You need to be out here. Keep watch. Don't look suspicious. If... Anybody I, I'm very good at blending in, okay. other than when I'm not. But you got all right, and and in exchange, if there's anything weird there, you gotta write it down. This is like first-rate material. Like, come on now, Nav. Do you think you can do that? You know, I'll be taking notes regardless. Okay, amazing. If all anything right. happens, plan. go team. Buzz us on the walkie-talkie. He will give a little thumbs up. Nav has their knife walkie-talkie in one hand and their knife in the other. <laughs> And they are entering the building. All right. Infiltration team, go. All right. Does anyone have a flashlight or is it just night vision? I assume I have. I'm just using like my Blackberry shitty flashlight. Okay. I think it's reasonable for y'all to have flashlights if you want them. I mean, Nav definitely does, but Nav also has night vision goggles. So (laughs) yeah, Nav is not going to remember other people can't see in the dark. Just to be clear, that is not a reasonable thing to expect of Nav. Okay, so you enter this dark, darkened room. Uh, you are clearly in the employee area. Uh, it's it's sort of a lounge, but there's a lot of. I mean, it's gonna be hard to see, but you have night vision stuff. Colin, are you using the dark vision cipher? I'm gonna say yes. Okay, so the two of you, and I suppose to a lesser extent, Bell with your flashlight, can see a room there's a little bit of a kitchen area there's a bunch of recording equipment in fact uh next to the window that you have that looks out into that other room you can tell that it's easier to see through from this side 
there are actually like stacks, uh, like 10 like record cutter machines, just kind of all stacked together. Nav takes pictures. <laughs> there is a cabinet in there. I think you can see some gear, just like music gear lying around. There's um, a broken computer that is likely from the concert earlier, the <laughs> failed concert. The The floor is hardwood, but there's a carpet on the floor. It's kind of cool looking. Just in one of those patterned rugs with the, the swirlies and whatnot. There's a door that you know goes into an a room that would be suitable office area. There's a bathroom door, and I think there's probably also just a storage closet. All right, so Nav is going to take some pictures of the record pressing machines. Flash photography. <clears throat> Are there any windows in this in this office area, or? Uh, not into the office. The only window is like looking out into the main store, but it, it has a very very clear uh, view of the stage. I'm going to sneak up to the window quick and just take a look around and just glance out into the main area quick, make sure that there's no one hanging out in there. It looks dark. Don't see anyone. Okay, okay. I want to go into that office room. Okay. The office office. Uh, you pop in there. There's a desk. Uh, it's not a particularly nice desk, but it is a functional desk. There's a computer in here, a printer, some filing cabinets. There's also a safe there's probably, there's probably an instrument on the wall, like a guitar. Not a magical flute. He doesn't keep this here over hour, after hours. Yeah. <laughs> after Nav is done taking some photos of the record equipment, they're going to start very carefully and like cleanly looking through drawers to try to find like in that like near the record printer to see if there's anything like the raw materials required for the printing of the records. Sorry, record printer. There are some record cutters, a stack of them in the in the win next to the window in the that other employee room. But there aren't any records on them or uh, near them. There is a cabinet like right there though that is locked. Oh. Bell. Hey, what's up? There's another lock. Cracks knuckles. Let me get this shit then. Uh. <laughs> gently, gently. Hey, hey, hey. Do you see me rolling my shoulders? Come on. Pull out my fucking tools again. <laughs> and Nav pulls out a notebook and makes a note in uh, Bell's uh, notebook that says, knuckle cracking equals not loud. Shoulder rolling equals loud. <laughs> 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 More breaking and entering then. Let's go. Time for me to do that. This is going to be a level six lock. Oh, boy. Meanwhile, Pete is outside befriending the local pigeon population. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm still figuring out things, but how do I make this easier? You can spend effort, extra effort, to reduce the difficulty by one. Uh, that will cost you three. Uh, this is an intellect check because it is lockpicking. So you would spend three points from your intellect pool modified by your edge, which I don't think you have any. Nope. <laughs> the one spot I don't have any edge. Yeah. Vectors get edge in both strength or might and speed, but not int. So you'd spend three points 
to reduce the difficulty by one. You also have an asset for lockpicking tools. Uh, there are other potential ways that you could get into this thing if you wanted to. I'm just saying the most obvious way is the lock, or is picking a lock. Can I see the screws for the door, for the cabinet? <laughs> How is the cabinet put together? I've got a screwdriver. No, Aww. no, it is actually an industrial, it is a pretty heavy duty, not like, it's not a safe, but it is kind of an industrial-ish looking thing. And these screws are, seem to be hidden. The hinges are not like out. Yeah, okay, I'm I'm gonna use three of my precious 10 <laughs> intellect. I don't have a lot of that, but you know, it's cool. Whatever it takes, we're breaking into shit today, boys. Okay, so you're reducing the difficulty down to four. So you have to beat a 12. Let's go. And I didn't even fucking have to. 18. Nice. Nice. <laughs> doors stand no chance. <laughs> you managed to unlock this. Bell Doors Bane. New title unlocked. <laughs> you unlock this cabinet, and inside you find a bunch of blank records. Uncut. There are also some that are cut. I'm gonna I look at the ones that are cut. Shove one cut, or two cut, and two uncut into the bag. Okay, that is a lot of records, but that is I I will accept it. I want to examine one of them quick. H- how many are there? If four is a lot. I'm trying not to be too suspicious. Well, not four. I mean, I'm just thinking that records are like large and delicate. Yeah. To be slid into a bag. I've got a backpack. Yeah, I, I'm just saying. But no, I mean, they are. There There are a number of them. I think there are not many blanks right now. Okay, so I'm just taking one blank. And I would like to examine them. Okay. Uh, do they. Looking at one of the, like, cut ones, does it look like it has the purple shine to it? Yes. Yeah! And the uncut one? It does not. All right, Nav's gonna go to more closely examine the uh, the record cutting machine. Okay, and you know, do a full examine of it and try to see if there's any like clear, I don't know, spots where there would be something put in extra or residue, anything along those lines. Okay, I think between if you direct the light from. uh, Bell's light over there a little bit to help with the night vision goggles because night vision goggles don't really see in color you can see that there is a bit of purple residue on the needle itself on all of them Hmm. so I think Nav is going to hmm. well the needles on record machines are removable they have to be so that you can switch it out and put on a new needle once that one's been worn down uh, these are these are cutters. Oh, okay. um, I was that's why I was saying on the machines on like record machines they are on record cutters are they? Generally yes. Probably like necessary. it's a lot harder to get them out because you don't have to replace them as much. But if I yeah, I think most of them are they they look like they were recently cleaned, but one of them or I think there there's a little bit of it this purpleness um, on a couple of them that. You can still see the glitter. It's just uh, one of them in particular was not cleaned very well. All right. I'm just going to make a note of it. Take a picture. I'm going over to the computer. <laughs> I am I am hacking photosynthesis. I have a skill in breaking into computers, so I'm going to try. Hmm. 
Okay, you boot it up. Why do you have so many intelligence-based skills? Because working undercover, you're supposed to be smart. I'm just, I'm just good at working undercover, but I'm bad at doing a lot of things that working undercover is supposed to be meant for. Or does Belle just have a lot of brain damage from all of the fighting? <laughs> I used to be like a 007 level spy. Now I'm just kind of the muscle because I've had too many falls from dramatic helicopter jumps. Hmm. <laughs> good backstory. Uh, okay, you can boot up the computer. Alrighty, I want to break in. <laughs> How does one break into a computer? <laughs> uh, fuck if I know. Uh, well, I mean, there are programs you can get like on USB drives and shit that like cycle through passwords that you like plug in, and then you can like usually get into the interface that way. Gotcha. Yeah, because because I, I wanna. I want to see if, like, they left their email open or something. Or <laughs> Now, keep in mind, this is my hacking knowledge in the year of our Lord 2022. I don't really know what it was like in 2008. <laughs> yeah. But probably I know that they, there was larger devices you could plug in that did similar yeah. things since, like, the 90s. So I'm going to assume there is something between the size of a brick and a USB drive that you can plug into the damn computer. Okay. I mean, you definitely have the skill, so I, I definitely will give you that. I don't know, would you have thought to bring a that kind of machine? You know, I probably wouldn't have. Uh, Bell is not the most forward thinking. Yeah, but the skill is definitely going to help you here. Can I help with my computer science? <laughs> you can help. Just like be a backseat hacker. Power of friendship. You know what? I will let you guys help each other with the skill. These like, um, okay, if you work together by doing essentially different things, kind of Nav using your, I think, honestly, it might be best if Nav does it because they have their, um, that you have math skills, you can throw math at the problem, um, but basically you'll be doing it together. And I think between your skills and if you use that the the math ability, I think you'll be able to reduce it by three, the difficulty. Nice. So what does that make it? So the difficulty was gonna be, let's say six. Uh, let's let's say five. Let's knock it down to two. I got a 17. Cool, plenty. Uh, make sure you spent your, your point or whatever for the ability. Um, but yeah. I've used two things now. Very carefully, uh, shoulder punches Nav a lot more gently than before. I appreciate the restraint. I'm I'm working on it. I'm working on practicing that. You boot it up. It's definitely a work computer. I think you can log into an email program. There's probably an Excel spreadsheet. Uh, can I look for like folders hidden in folders, hidden in folders? Is there a folder marked media? Is there a folder marked definitely not porn? <laughs> Don't look. Is there a folder marked our evil plans across the recursions? <laughs> uh, there aren't any of those. I think you do. I think relevant folders that you, well, relevant-ish. Um, there's not a lot on this computer, but there are financial records. There are shipping receipts, I think, are like scanned, probably. Uh, you can tell that they use a shipping company called Plume Shipping, uh, which in this version of Toronto, uh, you'd 
be very familiar with. It's a pretty big, it's a major shipping company. It's like FedEx, even if it's not in our world. Uh, we've got a, our fictional plume shipping. I think you have uh, some recording files. Uh, Nav is going to take any music files to put them on their Windows Zune. <laughs> okay. Uh, you download these. Do you find also, uh, what was it? You go, you've got the emails. Make a level th three check to just find relevant, like uh, like a suspicious emails. Is a nine enough? That is exactly enough. Ninths. I think there is an outgoing message to an email that it's like mostly numbers. The email is talking about how their, the concert today was interrupted. And as a result, the records that were cut, that were being cut during that concert were ruined or they were not usable. And it would be helpful to have another batch sent. And yeah, I think you can gather that dust being brought in would, or more dust being sent would be also beneficial. And the, um, it was weird that some, that the concert was ruined in the way that it was. And I think it, there's going to be an eye kept out for any one uh, sniffing around. All right. They don't have like plans for another shipment on there. Uh, this is an outgoing email. There is no incoming. There's no reply. And it's earlier in, if I search this email, are there any other like discussions about shipments? I think based on the receipts that you can have found for Plume, usually shipments come in like every so often. And it looks like one is actually scheduled for delivery within the next hour potential could could let could show up any time in fact uh while you are here kind of unfortunate timing on your parts in fact guys i think we should maybe it's almost like it moves at the speed of plot consider motherfucker exiting the back room i think we found quite a bit of the evidence we were looking for and also i believe they have a scheduled delivery for 3:15 in the morning hey pete You've been hanging out outside. Motherfucker! Yellow. <laughs> oh, no. Fuck! You've been hanging out outside. There's some very nocturnal pigeons checking, kicking around, pecking at uh, some trash. Uh, they found some leftover Cheetos. Not much going on, but then you can hear an engine coming up the like back alley that this door would be. You can see some lights starting to come up the alley. What does the car look like? If you t check down the alley, it is a shipping truck. It's fairly small, kind of kind of a FedEx, you know, shipping truck. And did it park and is it parked outside of the um It hasn't gotten there yet. It's it's driving up the alley. Um I think as it passes under a light, you can see plume with a big old feather along the side. They've got that's their logo. If you've been if you spend any time in Toronto, you'd recognize it. I'm going to try and like whisper into my walkie talkie. Well not even really whisper. I don't think anyone unless anyone else is around. Uh guys, 
cars outside. Don't know what this is, but they look like employees. Is this just like about the same time that we read this shit? It's, it's very unfortunate. Yes, it, it's coming up on that three. Looks like they're a little bit late, honestly, like 345. Oh, fuck. Uh, fuck, Pete, get get in here. Like, close the door and get in here right now. No, let's get, get in? out. I, do, do we not want no, us in. to get we, out? We should go out the front door. Why should we? It'll give us more time to get out of here. If we go out the back door, we're going to be at the same exit they're in. I could try and stall. Fine. Nav just goes towards the front door, I guess. Look, if we're in the alley, we're going to be in the same spot that they're in. If we go out the front, we're a lot less likely to run into them. A lot more likely to show up on security footage of the store. I'll punch the security camera. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I have an idea. Oh, that that phrase has always led to great things happening. Let's go. I want to use spin identity. Mm Mm-hmm. And I want to convince everyone that I am a sanctioned police officer. What? (laughs) Why a cop? Okay. Because it has to be a specific category of person. Okay, sure. It can't be a specific individual. It can't be an employee who works at the goddamn record store. Well, I guess it could. This is already much smarter than the idea that uh, like, Pete had in mind, so please continue. <laughs> My thought would be, if I t- pretended to be arresting you, we could get away without too much hassle. Oh, okay. Hmm. That's my thought. Agrees. And then we can get out the back door and we won't be on like security footage. All right. Sounds like a plan. Okay. So we're going to go out the back door. Yes. I, I can play the role of, like, concerned caller Yes, I am informed of the plan. We go on the, on the walkie-talkies and inform Pete okay. quickly. Pete, I'm going to come out in a few minutes. You're not going to recognize me, but just just roll with what, I'm go- with what I say, okay? Okay. Um, which, which door? Back door. Uh, what should... Give, I, I, I've taken improv classes before. Give me a general vibe. Uh, you saw something suspicious and you called the police. Got it. He nods and he will stop. He will walk in the direction of the alley, towards the van even. Okay. So the, the van is pulling up to this back alley or truck, whatever the hell it is. Spin identity is specifically something that you use on individuals and or like a group of individuals so it'll be something that you use once you're actually talking to uh whoever's driving yeah i'm gonna wait until they're close enough that i can see them the truck stops and a person gets out and we are already out of the building by the time they get here correct they were pulling up right like very close so you're gonna have to either choose to what like pick where you're going because out, out the- yeah out the door i am going to be pacing nervously in the direction of the car such that if someone comes out i am like relatively close by to them mm. i would i am it with the aim of talking to the people okay where are bell and nev being dragged out by colin presumably yeah okay understood colin has has handcuffs right that's part of the magic set 
Oh, for sure. So we're a handcuffed. <laughs> for, for escape tricks. One for escape trucks and one for personal use. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I will also take a moment to um, like lock the door from the inside on my way out and uh, sleight of hand the magnet off the sensor. Cool. Okay. Make sure you spend that. I don't know if you actually have to, to given your uh, edge or whatnot, but- uh, I do still. Okay. A uh, person steps out of the truck. People's kind of flag them. Uh, hey, do you- you guys don't work here, do you? I'd, uh, I'd be careful. Uh, there was, I'm sorry, this was really none of my business. I was out for a walk clearing my head, and I heard noises, like crashing, coming from inside this establishment. I called the cops, an officer showed up not too long ago, and, uh, went in there. I don't know what's going on. I heard shouting. I, you may want to stay out until... Th- whatever's going on resolves. I wouldn't want you to get hurt. Okay, and I'll walk up with these two in handcuffs. You work here? I want a lie check from Pete first, real quick. <laughs> okay, okay. You're going to have to beat a three. Or th- level three. 16. Okay. Let's go. He bought that. He's like, uh, hi, should I? Is there who's actually where's where are the shop people oh look i don't know about that nobody was here when i was called except for these two troublemakers but uh, i think i caught them before they did anything too uh nefarious you know look i told you i'm sorry we would have gotten it away for with it too if it weren't for you meddling p i mean kid tell it to me down at the station when i book you for breaking and entering we just wanted to get some more uh, fucking tunes for our hockey game. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm gonna need a lie check again. <laughs> Both Nav and uh, what Colin have like inabilities for social interactions, to my knowledge. Am I assisting in this at all? Because I have I have training in dece- deceiving. Okay, I think I'm gonna let I'm gonna basically make the check w- only one more difficult. So it's you're just gonna have to beat a four. I am trained in deception. Okay, that'll bring it back down to a. Th- mm. And he believes me at least. That's a seventeen. Okay, that's fine. Oh, and you had you spun spun the identity, right? I did. How yeah. Is that? So spin identity. I think that one is also a check. I'll I'll count I'll count this as part of that check. Okay. Because it's a lot. I don't want to roll a million dice. Okay, maybe I should. I'm on a. Maybe I should come back later. Yeah. Yeah, that might be a good idea. Um, like I said, I didn't see anybody here, but uh, you know, we'll obviously get in touch with the owners and uh, talk to them about what happened. But uh, for now, this is a crime scene, so. Um, you know, I'd talk to your boss, get them to talk to whoever works here, and, you know, figure out some new time to do this delivery. But, uh, you know, I'm going to take these two in, and uh, also this gentleman here, he's going to have to give a statement. The person, the, the driver, picks up his phone, says, I'm, I'm just going to real quick call, because there should be someone here, and I don't know... 
Sorry, this is <laughs> this is a lot. Uh, he picks up the phone. I would like to try and tear my way away from Colin's grasp and try to sprint forward and like body slam this dude as I go. Um. Okay. <laughs> Make a level three body slam check. Uh-huh. I mean, that should be within your fucking wheelhouse, if anything is. Um, I'm good at speed, climbing and jumping, and breaking inanimate objects. I'm not sure if any of those are helping me here, though. Cell phones are inanimate <laughs> objects. Yeah, that is my goal here. I do want to just, like, shatter the fucker's phone. Okay. Um, go ahead and make that check. Alrighty, let's go. <laughs> that is a 14. Okay. I am going to do something that I haven't done yet before in this game. And I'm going to do a GM intrusion. I am basically going to offer you one XP, and then uh, you'll also be able to give one XP to another player. But in return, you don't manage to break this phone in time for him to send out a call. You can basically prevent this by spending an XP instead of taking it. Um, He manages to duck away. Uh, Do you accept it? Or do you spend an XP? Because this will make things more interesting. It will. Mm-hmm. And you can get that sweet, sweet XP for the party. XP is pretty fucking sick. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? I miss. Great. You'll sweet. never take me alive! And then I just completely fucking whiff and don't manage to knock the phone out of the man's hands. <laughs> I think it's fine for you to slam into him, but he presses the button before it gets knocked out. And... Hey, what is wrong with you? D- does it ever... Wait, wait. Does the phone... <laughs> people go, Whoa, what the hell? Heck, man. And But, like, at the same time, he is going to be watching the phone. And does the phone, at any point during this, leave his hands? Yes. Peter's going to float it. Okay. Oh, boy. We are... Uh, we're going wild, boys. Let's go. Let's hit it. This was going so well. Is there intent here? What is the? What is the plan? <laughs> I'm just want to like make it try to have it such that since it's since levitators like essentially seems to be about just bending the fundamental force of gravity, I assume it would keep horizontal momentum so that yeah. like if I'm floating it just as he's like maybe f- accidentally flung it outside of its grasp, I could make it go like a lot further than it might otherwise go. Okay, I see. <laughs> Just gonna ice skate that motherfucker. (laughs) It's February. Launch it into the snow. Just like, you know, maybe let it float until, like, it's harder to see and then drop it. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I think the phone floats away. I think it floats out past the truck and into the snow. Um, So there's just a phone in the snow far away. Very cool. Nice. And then while I am doing this, I am going to try, I'm going to run over to restrain Belle. Hmm. Well, try to, anyway. Like, what the heck? This, what are you doing? He, he just works here. Like, don't don't make your sentence worse. The prison system's already fucked. I'm already going to be ruined. It doesn't matter. I just have to get out of here. <laughs> and then the door behind y'all opens up, and a man that you were suspicious of earlier oh, is no. standing in, in it, looks around. I knew you were up to no good. Can I expend my spin identity to include him? You can sure try. <laughs> okay, 
We're going all in on this, boys. <laughs> That's a... F- uh, 15. Fooled creatures, unless your actions or other circumstances reveal your true identity earlier. <sighs> Colin was also notably not the one who came in to help with anything earlier and was not the one who caused the cave-in. So Colin is the one that mm. this guy would not know. That is fair. Okay. You managed to beat the number, just barely, that, that you needed to beat. So I, he does for now think that you are a cop. You're going to need to say something to that effect or whatever. Yeah. But the rest of them, uh, the rest of you, he's hella sus about. Right. So I think go ahead and say something to the effect of your spinning identity. Eh, none of that. Yeah, you, sir, you work here. I caught these. Uh... I'm a police officer. I got called about some suspicious activity. These two were uh, skulking around. His shoulders were like looking to be in attack mode. He kind of uh, eases up a little bit. Well, thank you, officer. They were troublemakers earlier today, too. In particular, that one over there. I I think they might be working together. They destroyed the shop. He turns to Pete. Is this true? I, I, uh, yes, it was, it was an accident, I swear. I, I didn't, I mean, I, they were doing a show, they was really enjoying myself, and I tripped and hit something, I was, I mean, I immediately ran out, didn't really want to come back ever, but I live around here, and I heard noises, so I guess I felt bad. It's 3 a.m., all right. Yes, I'm crippling insomnia. Why, why okay. do you have to be <laughs> I don't know what's this? going on here, but I think we can sort this out. If all three of you come down to the station with me, we're going to have some words. I didn't do shit. Nav just continues to like be stone-faced and silent. <laughs> just so you know what Nav's been up to, Nav has been like shut down. Nav is just there, but barely. I'm innocent. <laughs> Officer, I'd appreciate it if you'd check their bags. I don't know if they managed to get in. If they did, I'd appreciate any materials returned. Well, it'll be returned once we've taken a look at it. Uh, You know, this is evidence in in a case now, so uh, unfortunately I won't be able to return it immediately since it has left the premises, but uh, we'll, uh, you know, you can come down to the station maybe tomorrow take a look at their effects and if anything belongs to you or the store uh, we can certainly have it released to you I think he reaches into his pocket and pulls out gun uh, (laughs) uh, he pulls out a stick of gum she then pops into his mouth a gum <laughs> Get him, he's got a gum. He starts chewing it a little bit, and then he says, "Officer, I'd very much appreciate it if we could skip such procedures and just return any property right now. And uh, you're going to need to make a an intellect defense task. Let's say five, as there is this." urge to do so, to listen. And you can see as he's 
speaking that now that he's chewed up this gum, there's like his tongue almost is silver in the under the light, the lamplight. Oh, that's a cool cipher. <laughs> <laughs> so that's an intellect. Yeah, intellect um, defense task. Can I use my edge for that? Uh, the edge it reduces the cost of spending points, so you could spend extra effort to resist it. Okay, I will spend my one effort. Okay, so spend three points minus your edge. And what do I have to beat? Did I say five? So that'll be reduced down to four. Ooh, that's a 19. Hell yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, damn. Fuck yeah. Nice. God, we are rolling good today. You managed to avoid, like, you managed to uh, shuffle off this effect. Yeah, um, that, I'm, I would love to do that for you, but I'm afraid I need to follow the rules. So um, this cop is canonically a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. A cab, even when a cab is just fake. He glares and says, fine, but it, I'd appreciate coming with. I'd appreciate going along or at least being there soon, meeting. I would, I would love to go down to the station with you and and get anything they've taken as soon as possible. And I think that effect passes over you again, but you're going to have an asset on resisting it. So it's going to be level four check. And then if you want to do anything with that, you can re uh, like spend extra effort or whatnot. 17. Nice. Damn. Colin coming in with the spinner powers on this when we need him. Hey, yo. Well, I'm sure you're aware that we can't take civilians along in cars uh, without some very specific reasoning. So, uh, I mean, you could meet us there, but uh, I got—I really got to get these uh, these three out of here. So, you know, the longer I wait around, the more chances they're going to have to get away. Fine. What precinct am I going to meet you at? It's, um... Is, is Colin a, a Toronto local? Please tell me he'd be able to name a precinct. He's not a Toronto local, but he's been here for at least a few months. Have you gotten arrested yet, Colin? <laughs> hmm. End up in the drug tank? It's a good question. I think <laughs> uh, knowing such a, a, a like, knowing priest, like, specific precinct feels like a role. All right, how, uh, what kind of role? It'll be an intellect task. To keep in mind, there is like a big police station very <laughs> visible in Young Dundas Square, which have canonically we have been to. That okay. may or may not be the name of the precinct, but you have at least seen a police station in the city. That's just a fact about Toronto, folks. Fair. All Although right. I don't know how long that station's been there, so eh, maybe it wasn't there in 2008. <laughs> or I guess, can you give like a street name as the... Uh, it's, um, Young Street. One on Young Street? Okay. I'll see you soon. He's gonna pull out his phone and start to do something on his phone. And I'll say, thank you for your cooperation, sir. Of course. And then I will just start dragging these three down the street out of sight. Police brutality, how dare you? Where's your cam? It's 2008. 
Wrong recursion. <laughs> oh God, you got pulled into the cyberpunk future at one point, and you're like, "Damn, cops should have body cams." <laughs> That's all you got from it. Eh, shut up. <laughs> okay, so we're going to the car. Yeah, I want to keep up the charade at least until we get to the car. Is he following us? Um, I think he is trying to keep you in sight. If you pop out of the alley or whatnot. I mean, we're just walking to the car, which is a few blocks away and on the like alley or a street or something. Which is kind of wild, considering that you'd think a cop would have a cop car around, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm not disguised. Right. Radio. Which would imply that I would be a plainclothes officer, mm. which means I would probably have an unmarked vehicle. Exactly. Uh, it would just have the it would just have lights on that you could like the, the disguised lights, and they can be anything nowadays. I've seen jeeps. I've seen <laughs> civics. Because if because I mean from a police officer's perspective, which is a terrible perspective to have, it makes <laughs> <laughs> it makes a lot of sense to have cop cars that aren't all fucking crown royals. They're not crown royals. That's alcohol. Crown Victoria. Crown Vix. Yeah. yeah, all cop cars used to be Crown Vix, even the unmarked ones. So knowing who cops were was really fucking easy. I don't think this is information Nav has, to be clear. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is information Mackenzie is bringing. It's Mackenzie's fun trivia corner. <laughs> Woo! Cool. Which we have, again, since the Russian fucking x-ray tidbit last time. <laughs> okay, I I think yeah he was watching you, but then you're dragging them away, and he's on the phone. Uh, if you happen to look back, yeah, uh, y'all can get in your car, I suppose. All right, I'm going to give them the keys and unlock their handcuffs and drive away. So that probably bought us. An hour? You don't think they'll come looking for us? Well, I guess that's future us's problem. Now, where the fuck was that guy in there? That's a very good question. I have absolutely no idea. I absolutely did not fucking see him in there. It's well, clear that he didn't see us in there either, and that's primarily the most important point. That exactly. is, like, that is good news. It is very good news, but what the fuck? That was wild. Also, are we driving away to, at this point? Yes. yes. This yeah, is yeah, an yeah. in-car conversation. Nav is in the backseat, going through like notes and stuff. Are the records okay? Yes. So far, everything is in good condition. Colin, that was an absolutely excellent job. Yeah, crazy good. Like, God fucking damn it, that could have gotten really bad. Thank you. I've been taking some acting classes on the weekends, and I think they're paying off. Yes, I believe they are. And Pete, that was also a fantastic quick thought with the levitation. Oh, uh, yeah, thanks. I'm not sure it really did anything. He, as far as I can tell, he showed up anyway. I mean, he seemed to be talking like he wasn't there in the first place and kind of magicked himself there, but maybe it helped. <laughs> and Belle, that was absolutely a fantastic job picking the lock. Thank, thanks. I, I really hope. I really hope my uh, my, my Canadian Canadian accent wasn't too insulting or anything. It's it's a work in progress. I heard you say sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that. <laughs> Look, operates undercover. I'm good at 
I'm good at some aspects of this, just not most of them. <laughs> what does it say about us and Canadian accents that I genuinely didn't notice? I did, but I didn't. I didn't say anything because okay, maybe we were my in filter's character. just off right now. Maybe I've been doing too much Bob and Doug McKenzie or something. Uh, <laughs> God damn it, Brother Bear broke me as a child. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, uh, Nav is going to straighten up and say, "It is important that as a team we." Acknowledge each other's strengths during a mission such as this. It's a great job on that computer, you guys. You cracked in like nothing. Colin, you saved our asses with that improv, and then, uh, fucking Pete, uh, with the levitation. Every Everybody, just great fucking job. Uh, no, no. Yeah, like, I mean... smiles and starts, like, kind of wriggling around a little bit. It's very cute. Yeah, I guess we did do good. I mean, mostly you guys. I just kind of... Floated a phone that didn't do anything. Don't but... you dare downplay the uh, downplay your work there, man. All right. You tipped us off. If you hadn't called us on the radio, I don't know if I would have been able to spin that fast. We would have been absolutely fucked. <laughs> I'm sure would have. You know, you're right. Good team. Exactly. Good teamwork. Don't don't downplay your work. You did fucking good. We have a lot to report to. Oh right. He didn't really want to talk to us again this evening, did he? <laughs> Y'all gotta like finish your investigation more. <laughs> like you can get, you can request assistance and whatnot, but like <laughs> y'all gotta do this shit. <laughs> Nav is just really excited to tell people things. Okay, let's check out these records before we uh, bother the director, <laughs> the the administrator. We should probably find somewhere to be first. I mean. Like, I don't know how good they are at, I mean, where are we staying? Um, they're gonna learn by the end of the night that we kind of fool them. Yeah, to, that is the one downside of this. If he goes to the station and there's and y'all are not there, that's gonna be a bit of an issue. There was a no, res, no report of a break-in, uh, there was no officer who responded to it, and there were no people ever brought in. It's going to be very obvious that uh, this was fucking bullshit. But there's no other way. Of, like, that's going to happen. No, Like, we can't fake all of the things necessary to successfully fake an arrest. This is the point where that <laughs> facade ends. We got away. I will throw it out there. We will not get caught if, as the guy's going into the precinct or as he's leaving here, we were to knock him the fuck out. He's... <laughs> No, because then we have an I assault on our hands. I guess that would some time, but how would we find him? We don't know where he is. He's right in that building right now. Do you mean we're going to go back and just jump him? You know... What about the workers? Are they still there? They, they were there to do a delivery. They're just going to drop their shit off and leave. Then, if we just go back there, he'll be like, Oh, hey, I fucking knew you guys were sus as fuck. We beat the shit out of him. Look at that. We got the most suspicious of those motherfuckers... They're in custody. Nav is just going to shake their head and say, unless we are planning to actively commit homicide in addition to breaking and entering, we're only saving ourselves a few hours at best. Besides, we don't know the full capabilities of this person. They're not from this recursion. What they're capable of is a little bit up in the air. It seems dangerous to me to try to kidnap such an individual. I don't know if you saw it, but uh, he did use a cipher on me. I... I did think the gum thing was weird. Uh, that was a cipher? Yep. Oh, Why didn't I get a gum cipher? I, I got a needle. I hate needles. <laughs> I have an app on my phone that'll make a bunch of fucking plants go batshit. That's a weird one. 
Again, I don't think any of this is necessary. I believe it is best that we go return to the general safety of the estate, go over the data we have, and plan our next steps. We have some time. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if there's anything we can do to make ourselves, to throw them off our trail, save for murdering the guy, and I'd really rather not. And also, he hasn't seen our vehicle. What is he going off of? Extremely minimal data. Yeah, he, he does only know our faces. Yeah. The... And I'm wearing night vision goggles. I doubt he recognized my face very directly at all. <laughs> Forgot about that. That is the one thing I should have done. I should have, uh... I have, like, six different fucking masks and shit. I could have done so many things. Okay. I just retroactively was imagining the entire improv <laughs> happening... And Nav is just standing there with these bulky ass night vision goggles like sliding down her face. <laughs> they would. Sorry, yes. they. Down their they face. They just have these giant fucking goggles that cover like 70% of their face and only their mouth is really visible. <laughs> I forgot to account for that thing. That is that is un that is uh yeah, that's that's a that's an important factor in this. Now Bell is Bell and Pete are the only two that have been seen at both events. Nav has only been seen helping out at the store and being a weird gremlin. <laughs> yeah. And Pete was was the person that caused all of the rockies, but he didn't go back at least, though admittedly, like, that's grounds enough to be like, I see you again, that's suspicious. Uh, yeah, but that's a recency bias thing, right? Obviously, this dude is suspicious enough that he's calling on it, but, like, uh, in reality, that happens all the time. You run into someone, and then you recognize them because, like, the same way that when you learn a new word, you start noticing it everywhere. It's not like mm -hmm. this fucking secret, it's just how human brains work. Sorry. I don't know why I keep going into trivia corner. <laughs> Please forgive me. But yeah, uh, I think I think we're pretty much coming up on the end of the episode. Yeah, so that's why Tenzi's trivia corner is coming back out. <laughs> yeah, we we did so good, guys. So I see we have room and board at the estate that we can just go oh, to. Go absolutely. to my apartment. Yeah. I mean, I was just going to head back to my place. My vote was just like, for now, we go back to the estate. Yeah, I'm happy just uh, pulling an all-nighter doing some research or some shit, too. It's not like it's not like I got a roommate or something waiting on me. At, like, where? wait, how many of us live here at the estate? Nav raises their hand. Okay, you, Nav does. Wait, I have a studio apartment. I haven't been there in, like, three weeks. I kind of got caught really? up in the whole goo thing. <laughs> <laughs> he just hasn't gone back home after work the first day? I, I assume you That's go home. so funny. But I guess not. <laughs> I thought, I, I mean, if they were given, if, if Pete was given a room, Pete would just live there. I mean, they they don't have a ton of rooms. So, like, if if you have a place to be, they're not going to just, like, put you in there. They put him in the med bay to check on him afterwards. And he just slept there. I see. I mean, it, Pete would, like, take up a room that, need, that like, needs to be open or could be used for other people. But I do like the idea of them just being like, here are quarters, and Pete's like, oh, okay. <laughs> if you have a house, the logistics of that would definitely have been sorted out and you'd be able to go home. Aw. Okay. They don't have a ton of space at the yes, moment. In that case, I'll be like, well, we. I mean, I have the studio apartment but i uh mean maybe they won't be able to find us but i mean you 
said he used a cipher. We, we don't know what... We already know these guys have two separate powers. I mean, admittedly, they're both in the purview of mind control, but we don't really know what else they can do. Kind of feel like maybe we should stick together until we can get a better beat in this. If we need to rest, we can use my dorm on the uh, estate's property. Each room comes with a foldable couch, futon device, and a bed. Often I sleep on the floor anyway, so I'm comfortable if any of you need these. That might be one of the saddest things I've ever heard. (laughs) (laughs) There's the button. (laughs) Nav just can't sleep on soft things all the time. All right? The floor is nice and cold and hard and flat. Nav has very particular sensory needs, and sometimes the the futon and sometimes the bed don't cover it. They've also found it, like somewhat comfortable to sleep on like a mat on the floor so like maybe they'll just renovate their bedroom to be like more japanese and visual inspiration but that's gonna take some time basically what i'm saying is somebody give nav a bedroll and they'll be fine encrypted dead drop of agent buxton with kadat and gatier Whew. translation was a success though i have a killer hangover because someone goofed the reintegration. I already said sorry. I know, but I like hearing you say it. Anyway, uh, obviously we're here on Rook because Daddy Theo thinks- not just call the administrator Daddy. Have you seen that Silver Fox? He's so Daddy. This is an official communique. It's fine, Victoire. It's not like anyone is going to listen to it anyway. We'll pick them back up when we're done with the mission. Do not call him Daddy. Fine. We're here because Administrator Daddy Theo thinks we'll be able to learn about about our base and what the IGS might have been doing there. Our first stop will be a semi-trusted broker named uh, Yabal Resh, who supposedly knows someone who knows someone who did contract work for the IGS in the 60s. If there isn't another drop, it's probably because we got shivved in an alley by a bug person. Please don't joke about that. Also, they aren't bug people. They're battle chrysalids. Whatever. I wouldn't want one of those things crawling around inside me waiting to burst out. I'd rather someone else. Okay, that's crossing into sexual harassment. Sorry. Isn't he gay? And like, married? Don't crush my dreams, Winona. What, like the battle bugs you don't like? Oh, shush. For occasional announcements regarding this production, you can follow us on Twitter at DiceweavePod. Colin Thulis is played by Nathan Eastrom, who can be found on Twitter at BertNerdTram. Nav is played by Mackenzie Eastrom, who can be found on Twitter at KenziePhoenix. Peter Bardwell is played by Will Leet. Sarah Bell Wilson is played by Valkyrie Bradford. I'm Lexi Conwell, your host, game master, and editor. I can be found on Twitter at Conwell underscore Alex, or on Facebook at Alex Conwell Creative. The original music used in this production was composed by Lexi Conwell. The logo for Diceweave was created by Allison Healy, who can be found on Facebook at Allison M. Healy-Illustrator. The role-playing system and setting used for this production is Monty Cook Games' The Strange, an official setting of the Cypher system, with additional world-building by the cast of Diceweave.